this morning. Praise God, our brother. Amen. Hasn't the Lord been good to us already this morning? Amen. Amen. Praise God. We serve a good God, don't we? Yeah. Hallelujah. We serve the only true God. Yeah. God. Uh, I consider it always a great honor, amen, to preach in my father's pulpit. Praise God. I know. Hallelujah. He's a wonderful man. Praise God. He set a good example for me, amen, and he's setting a good example for y'all. Praise God. Amen. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Praise God. Amen. And we know we can follow our pastor because he's following Christ. Amen. You don't find that everywhere, praise God, where a man's in tune with God and willing to listen, praise God. A lot of them are just after the paycheck. Praise God. A lot of them are just after the parsonage. Praise God. we got a pastor that is, praise God, after a relationship with God. Amen. And then he feeds us out of that relationship. Praise God. Amen. Uh, this sermon came to me a little different than most of them do. Praise God. Uh, I didn't have a, you know, most times you get a, a, a probably like a story in the Bible, I guess you could say. That's, I preach so far, I, I noticed I preach so far mainly stories in the Bible. But all day yesterday, uh, the word darkness was rolling over in my mind. So we're going to try to preach tonight, or this morning rather, on darkness. Praise God. So if you would, turn with, turn with me to Colossians, the first chapter. We'll begin reading in 12 and 13. Praise God. I desire your prayers this morning. This is a little different. Amen. But I'm depending on the power of God. Amen. And through God, all things are possible. Praise God. Uh, when you have it, say amen. Hallelujah. Giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Amen. Turn with me over to Matthew 4 and 16 right quickly. Praise God, and we'll read there. Hallelujah. Matthew 4 and 16. The Bible says, The people which sat in darkness saw a great light, and of them which sat in the region in the shadow of death, light sprung up. Amen. If you would stretch your hands this way tonight, this morning, ask God to help me. Blessed God, Lord, as we read your word, God, we know it is infallible, God. We know, Lord God, that you will move, God, because, Lord Jesus, your word is powerful, a sharp two-edged sword, oh God. I pray, God, that you would go with me, be with my mouth, teach me what I shall say, God, send a guard about it, Lord. Let me say only that which you would have me to say, God, nothing more and nothing less, God. Let me minister, God, as you would see fit, God, in Jesus' name. Lord, I praise you and thank you, God, in your name I pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for standing for the word of God. Amen. In our text we find two opposing forces, light and darkness. Amen. Darkness means the partial or total absence of light or wickedness and evil. Light means the natural agent that stimulates sight and makes things visible. Amen. To a child of God it will immediately make you think of Jesus. Praise God. Who come down. From a throne in glory, praise God, to a dark and cruel world to shine his, the light of his love in our lives. Amen. Hallelujah. I got three points, praise God, as our pastor says. Just mentally we're going to try to go through. Amen. The pool of darkness, the power of darkness, and the penalty of darkness. Praise God. There is truly a pool. Praise God associated with this world. Praise God associated with the people outside of the church of God. 
Amen. Associated with the people inside, the devil tries to pull those within the walls, amen, of safety out. Praise God into the darkness of night. Amen. Genesis 1, Genesis 1, 3 and 4 says, And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Verse number 4 says, And God saw the light, that it was good. And he divided the light from the darkness. Amen. This is a, a, a message of separation. This gospel is. Praise God. This is a message of denying oneself. Amen. Turning from the darkness to the light. Amen. So God comes down to earth and starts preparing it. For day six, amen. The day of perfection where he would sit back and look at everything that he had made and say, it is good, amen. Hallelujah. His eyes will not behold sin. His eyes will not behold uh, violence, only peace and love, amen. But darkness would soon begin in its evil work, amen, taking control of men's heart, amen. Spiritual darkness that sickens men's heart, leaving them desperate and in need of a Savior, amen. Hallelujah. God began his work in darkness. Hallelujah. And brought the world light. Amen. And now mankind, mankind in his darkness, praise God, from their mother, mother's womb, enters this world, praise God, in spiritual darkness, praise God. When they reach a certain age, we see, amen, the sin is already beginning to spring up and take hold, praise God. Amen. Micah, hallelujah, soon enough will know the bitter taste of sin. Why? Amen. Because at the beginning, amen, men began to fall at the beginning, amen. Men began to turn aside from truth, began to turn their backs to the light. Praise God, and neglect so great a salvation, amen. The Bible says, ye are chosen and real, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should shoot forth the praises of him, hallelujah, who hath called you out of darkness, into his marvelous night. Amen. We are no longer children of the darkness. We are no longer children of the night. We are no longer, amen, bound by the works of darkness, bound by the sins of the past. But we have been redeemed and set apart, freed, by the power of the light that came down from above. Hallelujah. God come down to earth and man and laid his life down for each and every one. Hallelujah. When we are saved, we are set free from bondage. Our eyes are open and we begin to see clearly why. Hallelujah. Because we are walking now in the light. Amen. That light that illuminates. Amen. That stimulates our sight. And lets us begin to see clearly. Amen. But until then, we are in prison by this thing the Bible calls darkness. Hallelujah. Matthew 4 and 16. Praise God be ready. It says the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. Hallelujah. But there are many in the churches, amen, many in the world that are seeking to stamp out the truth, that are seeking to put out the flame, that are seeking to quit a quench, this Pentecostal fire, whether it's by trials they can throw you away, whether it's by words they can say that are plucked deep, amen. It don't matter. They just want it quenched, amen. Ephesians 6 and 12. For we wrestle not against power. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities. Hallelujah. Against principalities. Against powers. Against rulers of darkness of this world. Against spiritual wickedness. In high places. Amen. This is the enemy of the church. Amen. This is the enemy of the life. These are real... These 
These are real people, amen, if you could say it that way. These are not myths. These are not legends, amen. But they are evil spirits warring against light, amen. Dark, fighting to pull down, amen, the light. And light warring to pull down the stronghold of the wicked, amen. The evil hiding in the darkness. The sin lurking in the shadows. And the masters of the souls wandering in the night, amen. Lost in the sea, praise God. The Bible says in John 3, 19, amen, man loved darkness rather than light. Why? Because their deeds were evil, amen. Why are sinners no longer repenting and backsiders no longer seeking the light once more? Why are so many shrouding themselves in a cloak of ignorance and hiding in darkness, amen? Because because they have become lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Lovers of going fishing on Sunday more than being in the house of God. Lovers of the movie house more than of God's house. Lovers of gossip more than of giving of praise. Lovers of those that are wicked. Lovers of evil company. Lovers of those that commit atrocities. Lovers, amen, of shooting up school. Lovers of committing, amen, idolatry. Lovers of immorality. Lovers of drunkenness. Lovers of reveling. Lovers, praise God, of bondage. They have become willingly deceived, amen. They have willingly turned their eyes away from the light. They have willingly turned their life, amen, their eyes from Calvary and walked into the night, amen. Hallelujah. Why? Because their deeds are evil. Why? Because they love sin rather than righteousness, praise God. James 1 and 22. But be ye doers of the word, not hearers only. Deceiving your own selves. Praise God. Deceiving your own selves. Praise God. It's not on the charismatic preachers in the pulpit. It's not on them. It's your family members. It's those in the world that are choosing to go to those places. Why? They love darkness rather than light. They are deceiving them of their own selves. Reading false doctrine, amen. Reading, amen, erroneous words of God, amen. Stuck doctored by perverts. Stuck doctored, amen. Amen, as the gays would rewrite the Bible and they would take what condemned them out. And the drunkards would rewrite the Bible and they would take what condemned them out. Amen, as the molesters would take the blood out for it condemned them. Amen, as those, praise God, that are walking about, thinking whom they may destroy. Amen, adultering, lying in wait, would take what they thought, amen, condemned them out and alter God's word. Amen. With man's word. Deceiving themselves. Heaving to themselves. Teacher, teachers having itching ears. Amen. This is how they become deceived. Because they turn their heads to truth with some amen. They push it aside. They decide they, decide they would do it their way and not God's way. They decide they would turn from light and willingly walk in the darkness. Amen. As the count of Judas. Praise God. As I wrote this sermon, 
I thought of Judas, amen. amen. Judas sat at the supper table, amen. Praise God. He ate with Christ. He walked with Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. But he began to hear the call of the wild. Praise God. He began to feel the allurement to lust, the allurement to covetousness. Praise God. And he walked away. Praise God. The Bible says Jesus is the word. Well, the Bible also says the word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. So we can safely say Jesus, uh, Judas left Jesus. Amen. Judas walked away from the light. Amen. Abandoning truth. Abandoning true love. Abandoning everything. Uh, praise God because his covetousness. Amen. And he began to let the world pull on him. Hallelujah. There's so many in churches today. They get caught up in what's going on around them. There are so many in churches today that lose their focus. Praise God. And begin to only see the world and not the love of the Savior. Praise God. And they find themselves beginning, hey, to drift in the darkness. Beginning to push light aside. Beginning to pluck their ears as the pastor preaches. Amen. To shut out the light. We find another account in the Bible. Paul writing says, Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world. He loved darkness rather than light, because his deeds also were evil. Amen. I don't believe his actions started off evil. I don't believe his language started off evil. Praise God. I don't believe Paul caught him in the back of the church. After he would minister and say, well, Paul said this, but I really believe this. No, why? Because the Bible shows us that Paul had the ability to send one away if he thought they were being a hindrance rather than a help. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Could it be that he was fantasizing? Could it be that he was reliving his past? Could it be as Paul, the mighty evangelist, slept at night? The demons lay there on his bed, amen, as they were in the city. And he heard the sounds of drunkenness drift up through the floorboards. He heard the sounds of the night begin to drift to his ears. And he began to say, I want to taste that. I remember how it used to be. Praise God. And he began to feel the call of the wild. He began to feel the tug of the world as it pulled on him. He began to feel, amen, the whispers of sin. Say, come. Hallelujah. Come try of the world's pleasures. Come taste of sin. Praise God. And he left, amen, that that he had already tasted of and seen that it was sweet, amen. He walked away, praise God, in the darkness. Allowing himself to be deceived, praise God. Sin is it beckon him to slip out into the night where he would be swallowed by the darkness around him. James 1 and 15. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. A lusting heart will never be satisfied until it is killed. And if it is not killed, 
It will surely kill you in the end. Amen. The Bible says the wages of sin are death. Amen. But the gift of God. Hallelujah. Matthew 2 and 23. But if the eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full. Hallelujah. Of this evil. Amen. When you begin to give place to the devil and yield to sin. Hallelujah. You begin to smother the lie out. You begin to kill the voice of truth. Amen. Hallelujah. You begin to let darkness ultimately take control. 1 John 2 and 16. I know I'm reading a lot of scripture. Praise God. But the Bible is the best preaching I'll do this morning. So y'all bear with it. Hallelujah. The lust of the flesh. The lust of the eye. And the pride of life. Are not of God, but of the world. The Bible says, are not of your father, but of the world. Amen. I believe. Praise God. The Bible says, when it is finished, it bringeth sin. It is finished, it bringeth forth death. Amen. Hallelujah. When a Christian dies, they have everlasting light in their eternal home to look forward to. Praise God. When we die and depart this life, amen, we will be record, rewarded according to our actions. We will be rewarded according to those things that we have done. Amen. And likewise, the sinner when they die. This is the penalty of darkness. But when a sinner dies, there is only more darkness awaiting them. A darkness that can be felt where there's weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. A fire that will not be quenched. Everlasting torment, a lake of fire and brimstone, a lake of no law, a place of no peace. Amen. A, a lake, hey, hallelujah, where it is everlasting, never ending, burning, everlasting, never ending, screaming that souls are tortured, and real people trying to escape the darkness, biting one another, gasping for breath, only to choke down liquid fire as it slides down their throat and burns their inside. Why? Because they killed the light. Why? Because they are guilty for murdering the light. Why? Because they are guilty for partaking in darkness. A co-worker or a loved one, a backslider, someone caught between two opinions. Someone within your reach could have been there next to go. Could have been there next to fall headlong into hell. Could have been there next, amen, to hear the scream. Could have been there next, amen, to feel the fire, to feel the flame, and the need to escape, but never be able to. Hallelujah. I got a question for us, church. In a world of darkness, what good is a Christian with no fire? What good is a candle without a flame or a lantern with no oil? Hallelujah. The Bible says we are the light of the world. Praise God, this happened to be Pentecostal Sunday. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Hallelujah. But what good are we when we lose our fire? 
What good are we when we grow cold and lackadaisical? What good are we when we become complacent? What good are we when we stop listening to the needs of others? What good are we, amen, when we're at the fire foolish and we run out of the war and the world's depending on us, amen, the world is depending on the lies, the world is depending on the church, the world is depending on the hands of God, reaching through his people, reaching through Bethel, reaching through churches across the land, and we've grown cold, and we lost our fire, all we are is a crando, amen. With wax dripped down the side, the grown cold. Evidence that once was a fire, but now there's no fire. What good are you, Christian? What good are you, Christian? When you decide to quit listening to the lie. What good are you, Christian, when you start deciding to pick and choose your salvation? Every time you say, hey, that's not for me. I believe I'll go this way. Let me assure you, praise God. You turn a lie out. You'll sooner or later find yourself in darkness. Praise God, and you are called. You are the hope of the world. You are the reason, amen. Jesus come down. Praise God, Jesus could still be here. He could still be walking the streets, healing the deaf, healing the lame, amen. But church, we have a burden on us. It is the burden of Jesus. It is the burden to see lost souls saved. It is the burden to stay ignited, to stay the light. Praise God to stay, amen, the salt of the earth. Those trapped in the darkness with no sense of direction are screaming, help! Help! Someone help! Help! I need an escape! Help! I need an escape! I tried to escape into alcohol, but it pulled me further. I tried to escape, escape into substance abuse, but only found another chain right around. I tried to escape into fornication, but I only found sin squeezing the life out of me. I only found sin pulling me further. I only found sin tempting me to commit suicide. I only found sin tempting me to end it all. Where is my help? Where is my escape? I can't sleep. Where is it? All the while, the church sits there with candles without a fire. Sits there with lanterns without oil. Amen. Praise God sits there without the fire of the Holy Ghost inside them. We stand there on the brink of darkness holding our candle with no flame hindered by our lack of fire hindered by our lack of faith. Praise God. But if we could get a burden if we could get a hold of the burden of Jesus and once more hear the cry of the night for hope, love and for life 
Be a Christian in your heart. Would ignite once more with a passion to see a soul saved. Your heart would once more begin to pump blood of compassion. You would open up your bowels of compassion. You would find the prayer closet. You would find the place to pray. You would find the place to intercede. And you would begin to stir up the gift that's within you. You would begin to build a fire that the world could see. We are the ones holding the truth of Jesus in our hands. How shall they hear? How shall they hear? How shall they see? Amen. Praise God. So many give us problems over our, over our holiness standard. So many church members say is it really necessary. So many people wonder why this and why that. The Bible says we are a peculiar people. Why it brings praises to him. I went down praying last night. And I begin to see the church the world sees. The pastor of the Baptist church walks by the drunkard. The drunkard man's in shorts and short sleeves, praise God. Maybe he has a beard. Maybe he has a tattoo. Maybe he has a necklace. But the pastor don't look any different. I begin to see the prayer warriors of those churches. If they walk through Walmart, if they walk through, amen, the grocery store, there's no difference between them and the world. There's no difference between them. Hallelujah. There's no difference between light and darkness. No difference between Christ and Belial. Why? Because they stamped out their flame. Amen. This is the church. Amen. The world sees. The church is bound by the same addiction. They are. The church is wearing the same things. They are. The church is doing the same thing. They are. And the hope. The hope of the church began to die in the world. Why? There's no distinction. There's no difference. There's no There's no fire. There's no light. There's no truth in the darkness. There's no burden. Only me and me only. There's only a seven step program. There's only more botany. There's only psychiatrists they send them to. Who give them medicines when they get addicted to. Who give them more medicine and they find themselves straight up. Looking for the light. Where are we, church? Where are we, church? You don't like shining and we don't grow, oh God. Or do we still have the fire? Can we begin to cry to those that scream over here? Over here! Over here! Follow the light! Look to the cross! Lay your burdens down! Lay your your sins aside! Come find rest, truth, peace, and real happiness! They're not happy! They're still searching! They're not happy. They're still looking. Were you happy, Brother Rocap? He 
be filled as happiness with something. And when that runs out, they have to move on. They have to go to the next thing. They have to fill it, praise God, with sin. Why they're in the darkness is what's around them. They can't grab the light and put truth in because all that's around them is darkness. All they can grab is sin. All they can grab is bondage. All they can find is more burden. Hallelujah. Dear church, don't lose your fire or your burden. For we are the light of the world. We have to turn the light on for them. That's my title this morning. Amen. Turn the light on. Full of glory. They're the world depending on us. Shut up. I don't know if I heard it before or God gave it to me. But something that kept running over and over in my mind. There's a world depending on us to be the church. There's a world depending on us to be the church. We are the light. But how can they see if you stand there without a, with a candle with no flame? How shall you make it to the marriage supper of the Lamb? Bringing people with you without oil? How shall you rescue a soul plunging into this awful place called hell? If you stand side by side, shoulder to shoulder, and all they see is emptiness inside you, and all they see is a longing inside you, and all your family members see is you're struggling too. Church is time. We pray till we pull out Pentecostal fire. It's not the church's job. It's not the pastor's job. Personal responsibility to ignite that fire, to stir up that gift that's within you. Amen. To pray Pentecostal down, Pentecostal fire down in your life to get that experience they had in the upper room. Shut up. It ain't enough to wait till revival. Get a supercharger and run off that for a week. But it isn't every day. I'm walking before sinners that need to see my life. I'm walking before people who are in darkness. Lord, let them see a great light shining through me. Let them see my standard if that's what it takes. Let them see my hair if that's what it takes. Shut them up. Let them see my example. Let them see my happiness. Oh, we're a happy church. Let them see our joy. Let them see the truth. Let them see Jesus and him crucified. Hallelujah. We can no longer hide in darkness. We can no longer clothe ourselves in denial. We can no longer hide in fear, but we must have faith. Faith that overcomes all. Faith that overcomes all odds. Faith that is there when we need God to show up. Faith that is there when the enemy attacks. That knows God is big enough.
to raise up the standard. God has been in awe. The light within me, amen, is greater than the darkness in the world. The light that is behind me, praise God, is that friend that sticking closer than a brother. Hallelujah. God, Jehovah, mighty one. As I was studying last night, I began to think of the Savior and Him crucified. Hallelujah. Praise God. They put Him on the cross. Hallelujah. People believe around 6 o'clock. Amen. But for a fact, we know now from lunchtime, well, 6 o'clock in their time, which would be around lunchtime, praise God and his man began to try to extinguish the light. The light of the world. There are many crucified Christ. There are many making him die of fresh, even though he sits beside God Almighty. There are many scarring his heart. There's many turning aside from his word. There's many not submitting, amen, to the truth. Not submitting to the pastor. Not willing to make the sacrifice. Stepping out the light. Trampling the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. From 12 o'clock to 3, the entire world went dark. Three hours. I did some research, amen. Some fool said it was a solar eclipse. Wasn't a solar eclipse. The longest a solar eclipse can last is 7 minutes, 31.1 seconds. This ain't no solar eclipse. This is supernatural darkness. And if I remember right, the Passover happens on a full moon. For a solar eclipse to happen, it takes a new moon. This was no solar eclipse. This was supernatural darkness. This was as man begin to strangle the life of Jesus. This is as they begin to try to kill the life. This is a hallelujah. As they begin to push light out and welcome darkness in. This is as they begin to turn from the plan of God to their own way. As they begin to submit to the will of the devil. Amen. And push God aside. And we know there is truth written in this word. No man can deny it. But why are churches throwing the Bible out? Why are churches neglecting the word of God? Why are people not submitting? Why are people not really realizing this is real? Do you realize there's a burning hell? Do you realize people are going? Do you realize it could be your loved one? Do you realize someone you walked by in your lifetime already rots in the regions of the damned? But yet we take this with so little regard. We pitch it aside when there are people depending on us to be the church. Stand with it this morning. Oh God. We are the light of the world. 
many in Bethel on fire full of Pentecostal power. And it's obvious to see the difference it has made in their life. I have not preached to them this morning for their fire is blazing. For they are being a light. For you can see their lives, amen. It's full of happiness, full of joy, full of contentment in Christ. When I'm preaching to you, amen. You see, I can be more. Amen. I'm preaching to myself, knowing, hallelujah, I can stir up the gift within me. I can get a better prayer life. I can read my Bible more. I can look for souls, amen, that are lost. Dying and hurting. Praise God. Let's come and pray this morning. Remember the world is depending on you to be the church. The world is depending on you to be the light.